Happy Mother's Day. This is a special Mother's Day edition to all the mothers out there who are living. But I'm also going to touch on the mothers who have passed. Why? Well, I, as your narrator, lost her mother. And this day is very hard for me. I can't imagine a time in my life where even after the first year was the hardest, but she was alive May of 2016, her Mother's Day was not good. I saw her go through pain. You know, no matter how many times, of all the, all the times we tried to, to not have her think about the pain, it was there. It was like she was living in two different worlds. She was in the world of the living for a little bit, but she was going towards the world. I don't even see the world going towards heaven. Your mother is the one woman that you could be proud of. She has nurtured you, taught you, taken care of you, stood up for you, supported you. She did all of that. Phenomenally, she did it for me in my darkest time in my life. There was never a time in my life when I was ever happy. She saw pain in my eyes and asked me, what is, the, what is the matter? I see that you're crying and you're trying to hold your tears back. Well, mom, I'm not happy. You know, when she was alive, she saw how miserable I was. But she would always find a way to make my world beautiful again, to make life beautiful again. Come out of the darkness, come out of all the, the sadness, don't think about all the people that have hurt you. Rise above that. Start spreading your wings. Start becoming that angel that you are, that butterfly. My mother brought beauty to my life when she was alive. And, and I think of Mother's Day. The times that we spent together, I will always cherish. She will always be a part of me in my heart. But she's not here. And this is why... I thought it would get easier over time. It still hasn't. I'm still mourning for her, even though it'll be six years this July. I still think about her. I've never forgotten what she did for me when I went through my cancer. She was my guardian angel at the time. As she said to me, I don't want you to ever tell me you're gonna give up on yourself, never ever even after my illness i had a hellish life that was not filled with any type of happiness and i thought i'm gonna try for my mother's sake i'm gonna do this for her i'm gonna try my very very best my very very best to stay on this earth for her because i don't want to leave her behind i don't want her to have to mourn for me she already lost the love of her life and she doesn't want to lose her youngest daughter because she had said to me, yes, you were a blessing from God. You were a gift from God. You were a gift. The day you came into our lives, mine and your father's was a blessing. Do you understand? And if you tell me you're going to take yourself out of this world because you can't handle it, because you can't go on, 
then I'm sorry to say it, my darling daughter. I'm sorry to say it. I will join you. I didn't want to hear my mother ever say that to me. Is that hurt? Her words hurt. Then I started to see and understand what she meant. But when you're going through an illness like cancer, you're not really thinking clearly. And I was going through so much pain. Again, my quality of life completely changed. I never got a chance to enjoy those two ages, 35 and 36. If I can get them back, I would. But I, fortunately, you can't go back. You can't go backwards. You have to continue on. We had so many conversations. She was more than just a mother to me. She was a friend, a savior, a saint. Her name, Androniki, Androniki. But everybody called her Nikki because they couldn't pronounce her name. She was named after a saint. She and me were alike. We had A as our initial. You know, her name is Androniki and my name is Aphrodite. Well, Aphrodite is the Greek way of saying Aphrodite. All of you out there is a little quick history, Greek history lesson. She taught me the alphabet. She taught me how to write my name. She taught me so much. And the one thing I credit that I wish that she was here, that I could say, to her, hey, mom, I love you. Thank you for everything you've done for me. Thank you for convincing me to stay on this earth, for never stop believing in me, for never giving up on me for making me see life can be beautiful again. Because again, a world of darkness is where I'm living in now. And when she passed, my light went out. I'm sorry for being a morbid, sorry. I see all the people not around me celebrating Mother's Day. They have a chance to tell their mothers they love them. They're giving them big hugs and kisses. They're, they're just, spending that quality time the part of me is envious I wish I can get that back unfortunately I can't right now she's in heaven enjoying her mother's day and she's with my father and with all the family members that I've lost and I'm down here alone in this house and every time I think of her I smile but at the same time I have tears they're tears of sadness but then I reflect on the things that she taught me. As a woman, if you're a woman, if you women are listening to this and your mother's yourself, you are a carbon copy of your mother. If you tell me, no, I'm never, I'm not like my mother. Yes, you are. You don't realize that you are. When you have children of your own, you're gonna be kind of like your mother. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. A lot of people think, well, I'm gonna be different than my mother. I'm gonna be a little less strict. Um, yeah, No, you're gonna be like your mother. And that's not a bad thing. That's actually a good thing. My mother was very overprotective of us girls. And she always drilled us into our heads. She said, don't let your children out of your sight. You hear of the horror stories of, of women going into the store with their children, not watching their children, their children gets taken. And then you wonder why, because you weren't watching it. My mother sees these stories. She saw them, she goes, how can women be careless? I don't know. She goes, I, before you were born, and I had, she had both of my sisters, they would be in, in uh, New York. She took them to school, because the school wasn't far from where they lived, and she would hold them close. 
because you never know who might be watching. You gotta keep your children close to you. Do you know how many times you hear on the news children gone missing? How do they go missing? Me and my mother were trying to figure that out. How is that possible? I would think because you weren't watching your children, that's how they became missing. Think about that. My mother was a, a, a savior, a saint, a Florence Nightingale. She was a woman that knew a lot of things and was smart, but didn't have the education, but that's okay. She learned how to speak English by watching television. She learned so many things on her own, because I think back to the time that she was a little girl, and she had to be, quote, the second mother, the second in command, because again, she was the oldest of five. And when you're the oldest of five, you have to assume the responsibility of a young mother, a second mother, because again, her own father made the choice to leave his wife and children behind at that time, the darkest time of their life. And you think to yourself, why? Now my mother loved her father regardless. And I'm like, but why? I'm still trying to understand that. And then, and now it makes perfect sense, but, but back then I wondered why. The reason why, maybe he didn't know how to show love to his children, to his wife. He, maybe he was just didn't know how. But she said, no matter what your parents do to you in your lifetime, you're always going to love them because they're your parents. They brought you into this world. They created you. No matter what they do to you, good or bad, you're always going to love them. If you tell me, no, I'm not, this is what they did to me, you're going to love your parents. Listen to me. No matter what they do to you, if they hurt you in your lifetime, because you think to yourself, I grew up in a dysfunctional family and this is what my father did to all of us, you're still going to love them. You're going to love your mother and father because, yes, they're not perfect. Parents are not perfect. We make mistakes. That's okay. And I'm sure when it's our turn, when we have children, we're going to make mistakes along the way. We are not perfect. But again, we are going to be like our parents in the sense that it is not a bad thing to be like them, to replicate their ideals, what they taught you, their beliefs are your beliefs. Think about that. Their beliefs are your beliefs. It's how you were brought up, how you were brought up. When I look at my mother and I think of her, she went through so much in her life from the time that she was a little girl. The relationship with her and her father severed. But she still loved her father. She loved her father with such fierceness. And she wanted to develop a relationship with him. And I said, if I would have met my grandfather, I would have wanted to know, why did you do that? Why did you walk out? Why? But now I can understand she loved him regardless. Now, she had developed a close relationship with his grandfather because his, his, his own father stepped in and took the role of, of, of second father to her mother and her siblings. So she developed that close relationship with her grandfather because her own father couldn't handle it. And then I look at my mother and she told me all these stories and, and then I looked at the pictures and I kind of put them together. It was fascinating to learn all about her history. And I thought, 
this is a woman I want to be like one day when I have children of my own. That I wanted her to see the happiness in me. But right now, it's hard for me to be happy. When her birthday comes around, I cry. When the holidays come around, I cry. When when my birthday will be coming up in another week, two weeks, she's not here. I've stopped celebrating. I've stopped. And I know she's watching from up above. She sees how, she sees how sad she sees the tears but you know what she said to me you are stronger than you think wipe away your tears wipe away the sadness i know you miss me i miss you too i know you want me to be there with you i want to be there with you too you have to continue on with life continue living continue being happy continue continue do you understand I will tell you something all of you are not aware of, and I don't want any of you to judge me. I might even come out and tell this on a YouTube video because I want you to understand. I spoke with one of my friends, my LinkedIn contacts, the other day. I actually mentioned this. I go, I don't think you knew this. I never told this to anybody. When my father, before my father passed away, two years before, I kept having the same dream. Kind of like a premonition. Premonition. I actually believed that he was going to not be around at a certain time. And again, I didn't know the circumstances of his death because in my dream, he just passed. We didn't know what the cause of death was. I kept having that dream recurring over and over. I said, is this a sign? Am I getting a message from God? What am I, why am I seeing this? I don't want to see this. But I will tell you this. Two years later, when the doctors diagnosed him with cancer, it came true. I didn't say anything to anybody. I knew what was going to happen before anybody. I didn't say anything. Because I was afraid that if I said something to my mother or to any member of the family, they would have thought I was crazy. I'm not. I'm not crazy. I just don't want to tell someone close to me what's going to happen to them. I don't see that as, quote, being a gift. It's more of a... <sighs> well, I don't want to say curse, but that's what it sounds like to me. And they said, but but you knew, yes. I knew what was gonna happen to my father two years before. I didn't say anything. But if I would have said something, and then two years later, he would have gone, they would have questioned me. So you knew this was gonna happen and you didn't say anything. I didn't wanna say anything to upset my mother. You know, my mother is fragile. She was fragile when she lost my father. When she lost my father, she didn't know how to go on with her life. A part of her wanted to slowly die. I watched for the first two years after his passing, what she did to herself, mentally, physically, emotionally. She stopped living. Mom, 
You cannot stop living. You have me. I don't want to bury another parent. How am I going to go on if I lost the both of you? How? Ask me how I'm going to do that. You have always said to me, and I'm going to preach to you what you said to me, because I remember this now. She had said this to me when I was going through my illness, how I wanted to just get out of this world. I couldn't handle it anymore. I said, what am I here for? And I said, Mom, do you remember what you said to me years before when Dad passed? What did I say to you? I said to you, if you try to take yourself out of this world too soon because you cannot live without Dad, you're hurting me. And if you hurt me, I'm going to join you. You want me to join you? I will. I'll follow suit because there's no way I can make it in this world without you. Then she turned around and said, I remember what you said. Now I'm saying the same thing to you. You have to continue on with your life. You can get through this illness. You can get through life. Can you get through life? Yes, you can. To all of you out there, when you're going through a crisis, when you're going through an illness, and you say to yourself, I can't do this. Yes, you can. You can. Don't put the word can't into your vocabulary. Say to yourself, I can make it through this world. Come on, we've come so far in this world with everything we've been dealt with. Again, we as humans are resilient. We are resilient. And if you don't understand what that means, we are stronger than we think. That's what I mean. We are stronger than we think. Everything that has gone through in our lifetime and everything that we've seen and experienced Look at us, we're still standing tall. No one can knock us down. No one. If you let someone knock you down, well, guess what? You're not trying. You're letting yourself be taken advantage of. You're letting yourself be taken control of. You want someone to get into your mind, into your head, making you feel and having these thoughts? No. No. I say to you, all of you out there, are stronger than you think. Don't let someone knock you down. Don't let someone make you feel ashamed of where you came from. Now I look at my mother, perfect example. Am I ashamed of how she grew up? No. Because again, as I told all of you, when you look at the word poverty, it is not a bad word. It's not a bad word. It's not a taboo word. A lot of people think, this is how I grew up. Okay. This is how my parents grew up. I'm a product of them. They were a product of the Great Depression. But they survived it. They didn't let anything or anyone get them down. They got back up. They got stronger through family ties. You know, when you get your family together, you together as a husband and wife, and then you together as a family unit, a family can get through any of life's crisis. But you all have to pull your weight. You all have to stick together, stick together. My mother, again, helped me through my darkest time. And even now, if she could be, if she could see me now of the job that I have, of the work that I'm doing, she would be proud. She would be very proud. But she's not here. And what's killing me inside, literally killing me inside, she's not here to witness 
the glory. She's not here to witness me growing, me succeeding in life. I want her to be there with the happiness and, 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 the, and the sunshine. In her world, she's where she's with her husband. She reunited with my father 25 years after. She's with him now. They're together. But when before he passed, or even after he passed, rather, she was ready to take herself out of this world. And I said to myself, I can't live without you. You actually think I'm going to be able to go on with life? No, okay, my, my father passed first. Now it's going to be you. I don't want to bury another parent. And then I was selfish. And I said to her, okay, you want to do this? Let's do it together. Let's do it together. She goes, no. I don't want you to ever talk like that to me again. Don't ever say that. Well, then don't say to me, you are ready to go out of this life because dad is not here. Do you think dad would ever forgive you for leaving me? Do you know what he said to me before he passed? He said to me, he said to me, I want you to take care of your mother. I want you to make sure she's okay. I want you to watch out for her and protect her. Can you do that for me? Yes, I can. That's what I promised him. Now, if I broke my promise to him because of you, well, he will never, ever forgive me. He will never forgive me, right? When you make a promise to someone before they pass, you have to honor that promise. If you don't honor that promise, you're lying. You're saying, yes, I will take care of this person when you're gone. But if you don't do the job, if you don't do what is asked of you at that moment, they're going to know. How are they going to know? Well, trust me. My father knew when I went under for my surgery and my cancer. For briefly, I went up and I saw him. He was standing at the pearly gates. And he said to me, I see that you want to give up. I said, Dad, I can't go through this pain. Yes, you can. You have, you have a second chance. That second chance is being given to you by God. God is not going to let you go. It's not your time to come up here. What did you promise me many years ago? You promised me you would take care of your mother. You're going to back out of your promise to me and tell me you're not? I'm not going to forgive you then. And I'm not going to want to be your father. You're not my daughter if you do that. That's what my father said. You are not my daughter. When I came out of the surgery, I did survive that I looked at my mother because, again, I couldn't leave her behind, defending this world by herself. No. Do you know how many people would take advantage of a woman who's widowed? And that's what I said. She didn't want to get married again. I don't blame her. I thought maybe she would want a companion. Nobody can replace your father. He was the only man I loved. I understand that, Mom. But again, when you tell me you can't live without him, you're hurting me. You're hurting me. So I'm going to stand here. I'm going to get better. I'm going to be strong for you. We're going to get through life together. So she got me better. She nurtured me. She brought me back to health. But again, life was different for me. After I got better, people were different. Life was different. And I thought to myself, I've been gone for two years from this world. Being in a hospital or being at home with her, not being able to go out into the sunshine and enjoy the fresh air. But when I finally did get better, guess what? I did. She gave me back my life. 
I got a second chance from her. I got a second chance from her. I just thank her for everything that she's taught me. The one thing she said to me, that I, she goes, and I'm watching you from up above now. A time like Mother's Day. Mother's Day is hard, I know. I said, Mom, if you were here, I would take you out. I know she wouldn't want to go out. She was the type of woman that did not want any fuss. You know, we can order Chinese food. She would, she would rather have that. I would take her out for a drive. And I also credit with the time that we were alive, and that's why I always listened to him, Yanni. Listen to Yanni. If you go back to a time in your life before all the chaos, before all of the, the stuff that's going on personally, it's, it's like there's a war going on right now within me. And there is. I'm going to discuss that in the next topic because I have an announcement to make. I probably will do it on a video. I want all of you to understand you have every right to defend yourself. Every right to defend your character. We will get into that. But getting back to my mother... She was fierce. She went through a lot of different illnesses. She had a blood disorder. Uh, and then she told me that she had almost died having me. Now, again, I blame myself because I said if I wasn't born, maybe she wouldn't have gone what she went through. But she, she went through it with fierceness. We didn't have the bond that we should have had. You know, when a, when a mother gives birth, her, her child is given to her automatically for that mother-child mother bond. She lost a month and a half of us bonding. When she got better, then we were able to go home together. But again, I wasn't close to her at the time. Growing up, I had a more close bond with my father. Then when my father passed, that's when we became close. That's when we had close mother-daughter bond. And I always say to people out there, when you have your mothers now that they're alive and well, treat them with respect. Cherish them, love them, honor them. Never argue with them. Don't call them names. Don't do anything like that. That's disgraceful for you to do that. Because remember, they brought you into this world. They gave you life. They taught you. They, they nurtured you. They did all of that. Don't turn around and do the most disgraceful things that you can to your mother. Because again, one day, you yourself are going to be a mother. You're going to copy off of what your mother did. And if you tell me, no, you're not, you are. And there's nothing wrong with that. I want to be like my mother. She taught me so much. She brought so much... She brought so much beauty into my world. She brought so much life into my world. She said, life isn't all that bad. Right now, I see that you're struggling. But you know, you, there is a, a light at the end of the tunnel. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. You are going to be able to see with the light. You're going to get yourself out of the darkness that you're in now. And you're going to climb up to light. If you tell me now that that's not the case, well, let me tell you something. You have someone in your life that you truly love, correct? And I said, yes and focus on him. Focus on your lives together. I still want to see you married. I still want to see you have a family of your own. When you have a family of your own and you become a mother, you will see for yourself. You will see for yourself. You are going to adopt what I have taught you and you're going to apply it to your own children. And there's nothing wrong with that. A lot of people might not agree. That's fine. I'm telling you from my perspective, 
I want to be like my mother and emulate her. I admire her. She's a saint, a savior, a Florence Nightingale, a nurse, a nurturer, a caretaker, a caregiver. She was that and more for me. I learned so much from her and I credit her for giving me a great life, for having those beliefs. You know, everybody has a belief. Everybody has their conviction and beliefs in their life that they stand for. You get that from your parents early on, and there's nothing wrong with that. And when you get older and you have a family of your own, you adopt what they've taught you, what they've instilled in you, and you pass it down to your own children. That's the greatest gift right there. You know, I always wish that my mother could be here. We could have such quality time together. You know, she made me laugh. You know, we had such great times, but she saw the sadness, and she didn't want to see me go through any type of pain and hurt. As a mother, you will protect your children. She was like a lioness protecting her cubs. That's basically what she was. She didn't like to see me in any type of pain. She saw me go through emotional and physical pain. And then again, the one lesson that I learned from her, and I'm going to pass it on to you, when it comes to love, don't close your heart. Don't close your heart. Open up your heart. If you have been hurt like I have, three times I've gotten my heart broken. I said to my mother, is there something wrong with me? No, it's not you. It's them. They didn't appreciate you. They don't deserve you. You are too good for them. But now you found someone who loves you for you, who wants to be with you, wants to create a life with you and build a life with you and do everything with you. Focus on that. Focus on him. Don't let someone knock you down. Don't let someone say, hey, you can't love again. You can. And you have opened your heart to him. You know how I know? Because between what I hear from the both of you, you both love each other with such fierceness and such determination. You will not let anyone or anything come between you. Fight for that love that you have. Fight for it. Hold on to it. When you're lucky enough to find someone in your life that compliments you, where you compliment each other, you hold on to that love. Do you understand what I'm saying? You hold on to it. And you will defend it to the end. And as I've said to you from the last podcast, exactly what I'm saying. You have every right. My father had said this many times, and I'm going to say it to all of you now. Both my mother and father stood the test of time with their marriage, with the love that they had for each other. They defended it to the end. They defended that each other... And they defended their family, their their daughters, us, us daughters, they defended. My father was a, like a man like that who you can count on. My mother just stood by him, stood by him. And he said, she said to me, when you have that person in your life, you will defend him. You will defend each other. And when you have a family, because family is sacred, marriage is sacred. Don't let someone come from the outside to tear the both of you apart. You will stand your ground and you will you will stand together tall and strong. And you will do what you can to preserve that love, to keep it sacred, to keep it close to the both of you and to your future family. You cannot let anyone come in from the outside to destroy it. Because when once once that happens, it's very hard to get back that love that you have the life that you've built together you must protect your loved ones as much as you can as fiercely and my mother and father did that that's why we became the family we were but I admired their lessons of life how to treat people how to be around 
people, how to give, how to make these decisions. You know, life is, again, chaotic. And life can be cruel. And people can hurt and say things about you and defame you. But guess what? You have every right as a human being, you have every right as a human being to stand up for yourself. And there's nothing wrong with that. So to all your mothers, all the mothers out there, I'm, you know, let's again, I'm saying happy Mother's Day to the people who have their mothers. But the people who don't have their mothers, I feel for you because again, my mother's an angel now. She's celebrating her Mother's Day with her husband and everybody who's up there. All of my family members are having a blast up there. They're no longer suffering. They're no longer in pain. Knowing the knowledge that when they were here on this earth, they did so much for us. They shaped us, created us, made us the individuals, made us the human beings that we are. Very resilient. Compassionate. Having a heart. Have a heart, as they say. Have a heart. So happy Mother's Day to all of you. God bless all of you. Stay strong, stay resilient, have faith, take care.